And we are live. Welcome to the Technical Fouch Podcast, where we go through all the news that everybody seems to miss. Yeah, well, we we don't do it. They do it. And then I'm just here. All the news that is not newsworthy. (laughs) Well, again, that's just like perspective. Your opinion, man. Man. I think it's very newsworthy. Dogs are cool. All about perspective, man. Yeah. So we're here today, of course, with uh, the Padre and uh, Hola. Cousin Junior. So um, who's the farthest from me that would be Junior, I think? Yep. The June man. You got a story for us, or are you going to color commentate? Uh, I was I was going to color commentate because I didn't see anything that really caught my eye this week. Okay, you didn't see anything that caught your eye. Nothing no, like no. It's all it's all just basic shit, you know. That you see same old shit, same old shit. All a bunch of Las basic Vegas shit. retired police and fuck all sorts of shit. Just it's all it's all mainstream, just not not what we're looking for. Okay, really, you didn't find anything about say French fry flavored perfume uh i did not i did not come across that because if i had that would have been one of mine you're like i'd say that now <laughs> like mom give me 50 bucks i gotta buy some french fry perfume listen i have an entire storage unit somewhere here in this u.s that's filled with bacon flavored pancakes and <laughs> uh, uh, candles but pancake and bacon scented candles <laughs> How bad would it be to get the fucking goop vagina candle and a baking candle and marry them together? Oh, oh my God. Oh. This is what it would sound. This is what it would smell like if Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina had bacon on it. Ugh. But it, it doesn't even smell like Jine. <laughs> I don't know. I've never smelled Oh, uh, is, she, is she one of those ones? It's like, mine smells like a flower. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, right? yeah, it doesn't smell like, like smells like roses. Right. No, it doesn't. It smells like a vagina. Sorry <laughs> to tell you. <laughs> All right, Dad. Go ahead. Start us off then. Hello. Sorry, I had to put my work phone in. Do not disturb. Yeah, put it go away. Fucking assholes calling on a Saturday because they want phone service to work or something. Jesus. Get a life, people. Uh, yeah, what a bummer, huh? Right. Um, so literally, my first one is uh, Frites. Frites uh, is a new French fry uh, perfume. A uh, French fry lover in your life may go head over heels for this French fry scented perfume. A new perfume from the Idaho Potato Commission, of course. Right. Yeah. Yes, you read that right. Why not? Reporters give off the aroma of French fries in all their greasy, salty splendor. Um, That's... So really, what the really what the what they're saying here is they want you to smell like a fast food worker. I was just about to say that. I was like, yeah. you realize that you can get that for free and get paid for it, right? Like you can make money. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard it is to get that out of those fucking work clothes. It's impossible. 
<laughs> impossible. That's why, like, when I stopped working at fast food years ago, if I Throw all like, that shit away, <laughs> all the pants that were like mine and the shoes and all that shit that were mine that did not go back to the company, I just threw that shit in the garbage. <laughs> and that. Nope. That is, I don't. Uh, I mean, how bustling is the Idaho potato business? That they're like, you know what, man? We've got a lot of this extra shit just laying around. What could we do with it? Right. Probably just some guy who was in the wash plant, dipped a cup in there, took it home, and was like, what can I do with it? <laughs> this is so well, and they're not even down. selling it at a premium price. They're smelling it. They're smelling it. Selling it for $1.89 for a one point ounce bottle. About the price of a large fry. Right. Uh, so it's affordable. Okay. Here's, here's just a quick economic tip for all you would-be salesmen out there. The closer your product is to zero, the less valuable it is. Right. The less premium we think it is. If you are selling what, what is dubbed by the Idaho uh, fragrance line as a limited edition fragrance, the purchasing unit ought to be a hell of a lot higher than 189 this is what's called artificial demand okay you lower the supply to increase the value of the thing it's real hell, fucking he, he simple, learned that folks. From scarface i don't know if you guys know but he learned that from scarface oh my god it, limited it, I mean, edition for it, 189 it's 10 times what, what they're currently selling for that's only 18 dollars. that's still eh, like 20 dollar you know, less than two ounce bottle of perfume. Okay. Hold on a second. Let's go like this. Armani. It actually looks like a crinkle cut fry too. The bottle. Giorgio Armani fragrances. Let's look here. Aqua de Joe perfume set. $232. For what size bottle? For a 40 milliliter bottle. So milliliters to ounces. Same. I'm not fucking Canadian. Uh, fluid ounces. Uh, one milliliter. Yeah, we're archaic. Is we have the three, only. So let's go like this. Eight. Forty is a one and a half ounce bottle. So, two hundred dollars for basically the same size bottle. See, this is how it's done, folks. If you want it to be limited edition, if you want it to be supposedly high make quality, million of them. you gotta right. artificially inflate those prices somehow if you're gonna have a yeah, you gotta artificially energy. inseminate i mean artificially inflate <laughs> the prices and um didn't, and then it'll didn't, help. Get this, didn't we get this lesson once before on don't mess with the zohan because the stores are always going out of business the same lesson uh, you're going to have to remind me how that, uh, I was going to say Scarface, but yeah. Don't you remember like first you get the all, money, all the stores are the always power, called then you get the picture. going out of business <laughs> or like that way everybody thought they were getting a going out of business deal. Oh, that's right. The, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the cart. Yeah. The alert. <laughs> that's right. They're always going out of business. Yeah. yeah that's right. Hilarious. Like you want to, you want a lesson about selling? Watch that movie. I mean, there's plenty of other good reasons to watch that movie. 
For real. If you just need a dumb comedy to pass some time. Well, it's a Happy Madison production, so what do you expect? See, this is this is the thing that pisses me off about people that say they hate uh what's his name? Why am I Adam Sandler? They all say that like he makes dumb movies and it's like Yeah. Yeah, no shit, dude. Why what what else do you fucking have? What's new, dude? Right? Like I mean that's the whole point that that's the whole point. Yes. To make dumb movies that are never going to get an Oscar nomination. That's not what he's going for. He's going to make people happy and make people laugh. Right. He's making he's making Yeah, who needs that, money? Yeah. He's making the movie yeah, that he's not struggling for money. <laughs> Fucking money. Anyways, so yeah, who needs that, who needs that cash? Cash, gas, mm. or ass. No rights for free. Oh. Actually, it's going to be gas, gas, or gas. Nobody writes for free. Like The best George Carlin appearance in any movie ever. Gotta follow the rules of the road. <laughs> the unwritten rules of the road. In fact, uh, Devin and I quoted <laughs> that movie yesterday. The commission cited a recent national survey by the firm Paul Fish that found nearly 90% of Americans find the smell of French fries irresistible. Well, yeah, it's just like popcorn. You don't see popcorn fucking scented perfume out there, but there's a reason why they do have the popcorn. popcorn and stop movie houses from pumping it into the fucking theater. So people would, sorry, oh, <laughs> liminal right, messages. Yeah. Your grandpa, your guys's grandpa actually used to get paid when he was like 17 to splice in images of hot dogs and soda and popcorn into fucking films and then turn on. He said it was about 20 minutes into the movie. He would go over and he'd flip a switch and it would start pumping the air from the popcorn machine into the theater. And he said, right around a really high tech theater. He said, right around the 30 minute mark, people would come out to get more popcorn, more soda, more chips, or, you know, more candy, whatever. Right. Because they were fucking splicing in subliminal messages into movies. This remind you of another movie? Uh, Somebody splicing in images of penises into movies? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clockwork Orange. Nice. Oh, no, 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 wait. It's a different knock. movie. <laughs> in uh, Fight Club, remember? That was yeah. one of his jobs late at night. Yeah, I don't know, man. It sounds like a really high-tech theater. So, on a side note, that brings up a, a question. Did Fight Club basically rip off Moon Knight, or did Moon Knight rip off Fight Club? Um, I think the premise was already there in other movies, and I think it's just one that's touched on every couple of years. It's not a really burnt-out one, like, you know, a group of random strangers robbing something, or... No, 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 no. The multiple personalities. Yeah, 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 I know what you're saying, and it's like that's what I'm saying. Like, I know, I know for a fact it had to have been done before. Like, maybe not to the to the. Well, if you know for a fact that, that Fight Club was shooting, her. but it had to have been done before. There's absolutely no way that was the first movie to do something like that. Well, maybe the first uh, mainstream one, but there's so many films being made every year. 
I actually think that um, Fight Club has a lot more to do with sleep deprivation. Yeah. But he has a split personality. Right, that's brought about by sleep deprivation. Do you think his split personality is brought out by uh, sleep psychosis? Yes. Really? Because in the beginning of the movie, he's talking about how he has insomnia. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he has insomnia because his other personality is coming out at night. No, 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 no. His his other personality isn't. There. Insomnia is making it worse. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's insomnia. Not but the, that's uh, but go and watch Moon Knight because that's the exact same thing. He's fucking tired as shit. He says he doesn't sleep very well, and he's trapping himself, trying to trap himself in his own bed because his other personality. As soon as he goes to sleep, his other personality takes over and starts doing the shit he needs to do. So that's why well, I'm Moon Knight. It's not a it's not a personality spirit. Exact same premise. Except Fight Club, you know, he splices, you know, porn clips into mo- into kids' movies and pees in the fucking bisque. Yeah. Versus I mean, Moon Knight, who goes off and fucking kills people for, you know, conchu. Tomato, well, tomato. Right? <laughs> Moon, Knight, Moon Knight's a different fucking uh, spirit. Well, I understand that. The reason why Ponchu <laughs> likes Mark is because Mark has split personalities. So he gets the best of both worlds. So I guess the question you got to ask is what was written first? Because Moon Knight's been around for a while. That's what I asked. Who came, like, who came first, the chicken or the egg? Moon Knight or Fight Club? Hold on a second. Well, my question. Moon Knight came out first. Moon Knight's been an old comic for a while. You think so? I thought it came out in like the 2000. Uh, Moon Knight appearing I, in Marvel I Comics. always remember there being Moon Knight. <coughs> Moon Knight first appeared in uh, Werewolf by Night number 32 on August in August of 75. Oh, damn. Yeah. So Moon Knight first. So, like I said, there's always been a Moon Knight as far as I know. He's one of the older ones. He was their rebuttal to Batman. But he was Marvel's rebuttal to DC's Batman, as far as I know. Yeah, but he's not a billionaire. Yeah, but I think it was more the premise of him fighting crime at night. Oh, yeah, so instead of being a billionaire, he's just inhabited by the... The, well, he's supposed to—he's supposed to be a billionaire. He, like one of his personalities or whatever is supposed to be a billionaire. Oh yeah. I never got into it. As so far as I, I know, I mean, like I didn't write any of this, but from what like and and, I, but I used to watch it when I was young. You know, all the comic shit. So Saturday morning cartoons, any comics I could find. What? Huh? There was no Moon Knight cartoon. No, he but he was there. He popped in on shit. He popped in on shit. I guarantee it. Hold on a second. There was no Moon Knight cartoon, but just like any other fucking superhero cartoon, they brought up other superheroes in it. Uh, television. Uh, he appeared in an episode of Ultimate Spider-Man. And yeah, I, I wanted to say Batman uh, Beyond, but yeah, that sounds about right. Ultimate Spider-Man. 
uh, Batman would be in a different universe. Uh, Which they've done many times. He's appeared in Spider-Man twice. Once in the animated series in 2017. And it looks like once in... Um, What is this? Ultimate Spider-Man and the Web Warriors, which was... Uh, when did this come out? 2012. Yeah, so it's nothing recent. Well, I mean... They've, started, they've just started cutting him into other franchises to make him relevant again. Uh, because he, he was in Avengers Assemble. And Avengers Assemble is a fairly new cartoon. like, And looks like that's... Uh, I guess he was out in a manga that was serialized in Japan in the late 70s and early 80s. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. He's in a lot of um, video games. Yeah, I see that. I know, like I liked the I liked the TV series that Disney put out for it. Like, and I don't even care that it's not directly tied into the MCU or anything. Sorry, I had to unplug. I had some audio going on outside my window. What the fuck? What will happen? What did we find out? Uh, it was in a couple of TV shows uh, about. Mm-hmm. Ten, five, ten years ago, and uh, I guess Moon Knight's been in a bunch of video games. Mm. But and then I was just saying that like it's a good TV series, and like I don't even really care that it's not directly tied to the MCU. Like it's just yeah. it's just one of the things. Like oh, this is like really entertaining to watch. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a good one. They, they they definitely directed it well. You know, big big dramatic things like you know, cut scene to him being chained up on his bed, and then you're like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> like, and then he falls he said he's been talking, he's and then his bed, and he fucking falls out. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And uh, was a good, good, definitely good shoes. Watch it all the way through, Junior. What's that? Did you no, watch I have it all? not finished it. I think I watched two episodes, and then I was waiting for the rest to come out. Oh, they're all out. It's fucking amazing. They're all out now. What yeah. they did with that whole thing. Like how they played out his personalities and shit? Yeah. And yeah, so I that's think a- I had gotten as far as like him realizing that there was personalities. Like they actually had personalities, and then he met uh, the one dude uh, fucking his name in so many movies yes Ethan thank you Um, or are you talking about Oscar but yeah he had just met him no Oscar Isaac and And so it's two opposing forces basically what the whole series comes down to is two Egyptian gods and their avatars fighting to correct humanity Moon Knight punishes after you've done the crime and um, I can't remember the other god, uh, but the other oh, god wants to stop the crime before it ever happens. Yeah. 
Hmm. Yeah, that was a fucked up one. I remember reading about the Egyptian gods when I was young. I was like, these ones are. Some of these guys are just really fucked up and they don't care. <laughs> it's a good one. It's. Yeah. And they totally leave it open for a second season, which they weren't initially going to do. Arthur Harrow. Harrow, yeah. Harrow was Conchu's avatar, and then Conchu basically breaks him down mentally to the point where he can't take anymore. He has a mental break, and then he gets he becomes the avatar for the other god. Um, what's her name? Oh, 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 okay, Captain Science. Captain oh. Science. <laughs> oh, Bob Saiyan! Ah, Bob Saiyan. Fucking Christ. Come on, man. We're waiting. We're waiting. I'm trying to find it. Shut the fuck up. Thousands and thousands of people waiting. Thousands. So maybe like 12. We have ones and ones of people waiting. <laughs> God damn it. Where is it? All right. We're moving on. Move on. Whatever. I'll figure it out. Moving on. Okay. So I get this story out of, um, out of the uh, South China Morning Post. A case of a Shanghai man assumed dead at an elderly care facility turns out to actually be alive. So, uh, there's this old guy that what? Uh, these dipshits thought was dead, and they put him in a body bag. They put the body bag on a stretcher in a fucking hearse, and the people at the morgue that were driving the hearse saw him moving in the body bag. And they hold on though. Hold on though. Hold on. Let me say this. I'm gonna stop you right there and say this. What's up? So that um, Sherry Pierce, one of my best friends' mom, uh, she used that was her first job was taking which she'd drive the van from the morgue to the hospital and from the hospital to the morgue. Right. Right. She told me that this is a very normal thing to really? hear farts, burps, moans, screams, kicks, sitting up, twitching, jerking. All 100% normal. It all depends on how long the body's been dead for. So if you have somebody who literally just died, that shit happens all the time. So for them to even take the time to notice is fucking amazing. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Like there's a, so there's, um, there's a man that's filming this from his apartment that's across the street from mm -hmm. the old folks home. And this guy is fucking alive. Yeah. <laughs> like he's not yeah. dead at all. But, but the point of me saying that is like, it's crazy that the people who were driving even paid attention to oh, it. Oh, right. Because it's, how it's so it common that the body just kind yeah. of has these. Jerks around, makes noises, all sorts of shit yeah. like that. The right. death spasms. Right. Well, it's the gases. That's what she told me. Like well, yeah, gases, the decomposition, like the noises that they make and shit, but the jerks are literally just from their ligaments and shit, like still have 
Because we so, all have like a certain amount of electricity going through us, I guess. And so that's what she was saying. Like it still has like technically the muscles still have life in them. So they're trying like, to react with no direction. It's like a capacitor, like a capapacitor holds energy for uh, an extended period of time. And if you touch right. it, but the brain is dead. Yeah, the brain is the heart is not pumping. The rest of the body is a capacitor, so all that electricity has yeah. to f eventually dissipate on its own. Mm -hmm. Right, that's what she was saying. <clears throat> but this guy was actually alive. Sounds like your grandpa. Yeah. No, that's why I that's why I was interested in it because I was like, "Whoa, dude, this is like Chinese grandpa here." Right. He gets taken to the morgue only to be found alive. Um, Junior, have you heard that story? No. So your grandpa got in a bar fight, severed his severed the tendons and everything in his arm by putting his hand. Oh yeah, well, I heard that part. So he told me about the bar fight and the scar because I asked him about the scar. Yeah, so that's why he has no he had no feeling in his left hand. Well, as he's pulling out, he's, he cuts the artery in his forearm, and he basically he bleeds out. Yeah. He they went to go him punch a dude, his hand went through the window, because so, everybody else doesn't know this, obviously. So he went to go punch a dude, his hand went through the window, and as he went to go pull his hand out, um, it sliced his arm so deep that it sliced arteries and tendons in his arm. And I'm talking from probably midway, like elbowish, all the way down across his arm towards his uh, opposing side of his wrist. Yep. So it was a very long and wide scar, which caught my attention as a young child because I didn't, uh, I'd been in a lot of accidents, but even I didn't have a scar like that. So I tried right. him and that's what he told me. So. so he bleeds out. They pronounce him dead at the scene. They transport him to the hospital. He goes into the morgue, and the kid at the morgue goes to put the toe tag on him. And your grandpa sits up and looks at him and says, what the fuck are you doing? And then passes back out. God damn. <laughs> God damn. So, so, sounds very reminiscent. In fact, I just told Noah that story earlier this week, too. That's so crazy. It's because, like, when I got ran over, they thought that I was going to be completely paralyzed. They're like, this guy broke his back. He broke his neck. He broke his jaw. His skull's fractured, all this shit. So they, so that's what they said as, when they brought me to Colby. So as soon as I got to Colby, essentially they, they, they were like, take him right to Harborview. They loaded me back up and took me right up to Harborview, and uh, I fucking, I was hit Saturday, probably around like 2 a.m. And uh, I woke up in Harborview on Monday morning, um, probably like eight in the morning. And same thing, I sat up and went to go get out of my bed like immediately. Like sat up, went to go get out of my bed, and the nurse was trying to hold me down. She's like, hold on a second, hold on a second, you got a catheter. As soon as she said I got a catheter, I laid right back down. I said, take it out. I said, take it out. Because <laughs> everything else, I was already pulling my IVs out. I was like, nope, nope, like I don't believe you. Fuck you, get me out of here, pulling my IVs out. She's like, you got a catheter, and I said, take it out. <laughs> and she said, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. And by then, my mom and Kenny was walking, and I guess my grandma was right behind me the whole time, but. Yeah, it's shit like that. So that's fucking, it must be a Fouch thing. Just let it go, right. and then whoop, you're up, and then I'm out. <laughs> Going home. Fuck you, people. Nope. Yeah, yeah. it was it was a paranoia thing. I was like, nope, I don't believe you guys. I was like, if I was in an accident, people that I know would be here, I guess I'm just in the hospital somewhere. Fuck out of here. <laughs> right. Fucking Mark Spector trying to take over your body and shit. 
It was rough. It was a rough morning. All I can say is that uh, this is yet another example of how I met your mother being correct. Nothing good happens after 2 a.m. Mm, right. <laughs> right. It, went, it went from a bar fight to a ride with one of the guys at the bar fight to going to get out of the car because there were people that we had just fought with in the same car and they were trying to take us somewhere and we're like, nope, we're good. So we went to go get out of the car and uh, that was it. Somebody ran us over. Uh, that was on purpose to me. I with you. Mm. Yeah, sorry. I don't think I ever told you guys this. I, I tell it to everybody, so I feel like, you know, everybody fucking knows it already. Um, you should know. Yeah, me and my friend Michael, we got separated uh, from our group towards the end of the night, right? So we get out of the bar and, um, you know, we all had different cars. Because there were so many of us that we were just like, you know, so-and-so. There was four of us that lived in the same house. And uh, two of the four um, were taking different cars. And me and Michael were going in the same car. Um, but they, our, our household had already left with the rest of our group. And it's just us. It's my cousin, uh, Jessica, she was driving us. And so we're saying bye to everybody, getting out of there. And uh, if I'm saying bye to one of my friends. I give her a hug. And she had brought a couple of her friends that I hadn't met before. Well, apparently one of them was uh, this dude's girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or something. And so he thought that I was fucking these girls, right? <laughs> because I had invited them over. There was a group of us. We were all drinking and stuff. And apparently he'd been in the bar the whole time just, like, side-eyeing us. Um, so he comes out of the bar as we're saying bye and tries to fucking fight with us. Uh, security happened to be two, like, steroid-built brothers that were, like, bodybuilders. And uh, he runs past security, goes to punch me, and security whops him from behind before I could even, like, hit him. Oh, sleep. Um, I turn around. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. I turn around to go get Michael. And uh, Michael squared up with somebody in the parking lot right next to us. So I fucking run over there. Um, and so that first part is what my memory is. This other part is what Michael told me. Because all I remember is going and getting Michael. And uh, we, as soon as I ran over to go get him, the dude ran off. But apparently my running over was with a Superman punch over the top of Michael. Because that's what Michael remembers. He's like, you came out of nowhere and fucking walked this dude so hard it sounded like somebody slapping a belly. I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, that's why he ran. And so, uh, anyways, we get in the car, we go to leave. Uh, she takes an adverse left and we're like, what are you doing? And then stops in the middle of the road and she's like, I got to get my friend. And the dude who I just hit apparently is coming out of the bushes and jumping in the car. He's like, Oh, you know, fucking broken English. Like, I'm sorry. It's no problem. And the dude in the front seat is friends with him. He's like, oh, it's okay, guys. We're going to go back and have some beers, and it's fine. It's, it's no problem. It's no big deal. And uh, we're both looking at each other. Michael and I are looking at each other like, what the fuck? Like, no, we're not going back and drinking with you guys. What are you talking about? Let us out of the car. And she's already pulled a Yui, and she's back on the man. We'll walk home. We'll call somebody else. What are you talking about? She's like, no, 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 we'll, we'll drive back, blah, blah, blah. So she stops on the overpass to 128 to go take the left-hand turn onto the highway. She stops at the light. <laughs> and we go to get out. Uh, Michael gets out of the car. 
and he's he's um, what to go north to go north we well yeah she's going to go north yeah so she's in the left hand turn to go north um so michael opens up the car door and um there's nobody around it's 2 a.m that fucking street's empty uh opens the car door and he's holding the car door open for me he's watching the dude behind me right and so i go to get out and that's the last thing I remember is put my foot on the door jam and my hands to like, you know, like pull myself out of the back. And, uh, we wake up in fucking Harborview. And so that was one of the first questions I asked. I was like, well, if I got ran over, then where's Michael? Cause that's who I was with. That's the last thing I remember was like, you know, we were at the bar, we got in a fight and that's it. Um, fucking, so I'm like, all right, so if I got ran over, then where's Michael? And she goes, um, Solvent? And I said, yep. And she goes, he's upstairs. He's uh, about to go into surgery. Or he just got out of surgery. So I'm like Who thinking, fuck. Ran you guys over? Like, the, uh... I pieced together that it was the other car of the guys who was with the ones that were with us. Because it was probably six of them. Okay, so the car, there's, there's a car trailing behind you. And as you guys are getting out, these from, motherfuckers... From what I believe. From what I believe, because I had this really weird feeling around uh, diesel trucks afterwards. You know what I mean? Like a weird chill down my spine and shit when I heard those bitches start up. And so that's what makes me think it was that. Because they were in a big old, like, blacked out fucking Durango or whatever. And uh, big old, like a big old fucking rage, like diesel, like mutter diesel. Okay. And uh, so when... I woke up and she told me that, you know, he just got a surgery or whatever. I'm thinking like, what? Like, he, all right. So I go up and I see Michael and he's fucked up. They got him in like a raised like graft for his knee. So his knee's like up in the air and it's like all hanging in like this fucking scaffolding graft fucking thing. Right. And, uh, right he's fucking doped up like he and his teeth are all fucked up. So, and mine were too, from like hitting the ground, my jaw was all tore up. I had, they had to take like a chunk of gold that was pushing, that had been pushed inward, you know, like from getting hit. There was like this little triangular piece or whatever that had gotten essentially like broken inward. And so they had to remove that because it was putting pressure on their head. And, um, and then I had, you know, fucked up jaw. My jaw was like super fucking tight, like for probably like two weeks, three weeks or whatever. I could barely, barely drink and swallow and shit. But I go up there and he's fucked up kind of the same way, but even worse. Cause so apparently he had tore his ACL, MCL and chipped his hip. Um, so they had to open him up and do surgery on all of that immediately. And, uh, so he's all hanging in the graph from that. And so I go and talk to him. He's fucking doped up. He's fucked up a little bit. And he's got some scabs and shit just like me. And he's looking at me and he goes, hey, man. I was like, hey, bud. You know, because I'm in a wheelchair. They wouldn't let me walk at that point. They're like, you got to still do these tests and whatever. So I'm rolling over him. And I'm like, hey, bud. You know, and he goes, he goes, hey, man. He goes, I got ran over, bro. I said, I know, bud. They fucking got us both, you know. And he's like, yeah, it's fucked up couple seconds go by and I was like, yeah, um, you know, we're going to be out of here and no thing. He cuts me off and he goes, Hey bro, I got ran over, man. 
I was like, oh, fuck, he's high as hell on morphine. <laughs> he's got the button in his hand, and he's just click, click, click. Oh, Jesus. Click. And it's like, it's on, it's like time to drip or whatever, right? So, like, it's just yeah, going to drip like ever so often. It doesn't, like, you hitting the button doesn't necessarily make it drip, but it does activate it for the next, like, once the timer goes off. And so he's yeah, just but, sitting there clicking that motherfucker. <laughs> they have them set up so that you can only do so many within a certain time frame, and then pushing the button does absolutely nothing. Right, you can't. Yeah, and then it does nothing. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so he's just sitting there clicking that motherfucker. And I'm like, oh, he's high as hell. And so, you know, I'm just telling him, like, all right, but, you know, I'm going to make sure that, you know, when I get out of here, I'm going to set up your room and stuff, and I'll be back, and I'll check on you and whatnot. It put me through all these weird tests and shit, and maybe, you know, checking my motor skills, checking my memory, wanted me to cook an egg, which, like, involved both of the memory and motor skill kind of thing. So it was just, just random shit. But I walked out of that motherfucker that day. I was like, I'm not staying here. You know. Crazy. Which is a bad move on my part, I guess, but it is yeah, what it is. You haven't fucking gotten better. Yeah, I never oh. got better. Back to Chris's story. Um, <laughs> I mean Yeah, I don't I don't know what else to say. There's really not not much more to the story. Go go ahead and uh give us your next one, Dad. Well, that was an interesting twist. <laughs> nice nice push off, huh? Right. Um, From so Tampa's death story to mine. <laughs> I got to go with man opens emergency door, walks on wing after United flight lands in Chicago. Mm. So apparently this motherfucker couldn't wait to get off the plane, opens up the emergency door, walks out onto the wing, and slides off the end of the plane. First off, sliding off that fucking plane, that's like a at least a 40-foot drop. I was going to say, it's not like it's fucking... Five feet off the ground, and then the is the wing that close to the emergency door? Oh yeah, Depen- oh, it yeah. depends on the plane, but yeah, most of them do have an exit over the wings. Over the wings, okay, okay. I'm thinking that he had you know like midway, this guy had to climb up or something. I was like, also, what a terrible build! Jump out of this emergency hatch to fucking land into the turbine. <laughs> No, so it's it's on the so there's usually one that's pretty close to the middle of the wing. That way, you, if they have to land, like they can get you off the plane in multiple ways. Uh, so they said the airliner was taxing taxing to the gate, like it hadn't even gotten to the gate, uh, and left his seat, opened the plane's emergency door. Our ground crew stopped the individual outside the aircraft, and the person is now with law enforcement. What did he say? Why did he do it? I'm looking. Hurry. Thursday's incident, Chicago. It did, they don't say. <laughs> Just, what? It's crazy. I was expecting some grand reason, like some Seinfeld shit. Like, my baby's being born. I don't know. Something. <laughs> <laughs> so, my dad's on his deathbed. This has to be something about going to Chicago because apparently a couple of weeks before, another man uh, climbed out onto the wing, left here midway. So Thursday's incident came just a few weeks after another man who was not a passenger climbed onto the wing. Of Ooh, is this some Illuminati shit? Is this the public the humiliation? Fuck, 
He so he climbed onto the wing, and official said that the man had climbed the fence around the airport to get onto the tarmac, but got caught in some barbed wire and disrobed before making it to. So this guy was fucking naked too. Jesus, <laughs> something's going on at fucking O'Hare, man. Dude, I'm telling you, it's fucking tweakers. That is a tweaker. Right. You climb a fence, get naked, and then climb onto an airplane. That's a but that's only if they're on dope. What if they're not on dope and it's some Illuminati shit? What if this is some public humiliation shit? You got to go to O'Hare Airport and fucking whatever, whatever. What if it's the Pentavenant? Ooh. Right. Oh yeah, can't can't wait to get off the plane. So I'm just gonna fucking you walk out. Fucking, of- you want to pray to Molech, fucking Al God? You got to go and do this, dude. <laughs> you want to come to our next meeting? That's what you got to do. I mean, these are not short airplanes either. I'm looking at the, uh, not like schematics, but like the, the average heights for like certain yeah. models of Boeing. Yeah, they're like double deckers, dude. They're like they're like 44 feet tall. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, that's at like you don't, that's at like you don't the tail. Remember, so like you're a little wing, kid. I, you, the wing you're is probably little, like we twenty went to feet Christmas or something. Party like at it, um, at a uh, BF Goodrich Aerospace in Everett. Um, when your uncle Bart worked there, and we went to a Christmas party there, and like I w- walked you out onto the um, out where all the planes are at in the hangar, yeah. and like you stood next to a fucking airplane wheel and like i didn't like i wasn't taller than the wheel like i was like so those wheels Mm -hmm. stand right around half feet tall and the wings so this will lead into a story so when i first started working for um tramco at the time but they just changed over to be bf goodrich aerospace there is always like they always paid the employees back. So as long as there were no accidents or like the accidents were really low, all that profit got split up between the employees. So the employees always got a payout. So they always had like the stories. And one of the stories was this guy had come into the stores and the stores is where mechanics come to get equipment, um, you know, rivets and shit like that, the credit gun and the harness for a plane. So when you walk out onto the wing, you have to be harnessed to the wing. Right. So that if you fall off, your ass doesn't hit the fucking floor and die. Right. So this guy was working on a 737, walked into the stores, and asked for a harness for a 47. Oh, shit. Guess which one of those planes is much taller than the other one. The 47. Oh yeah. So this, and this poor bastard actually fell off the wing with the wrong fucking harness, hit the fucking ground and like 12 feet of fucking harness fell on top of him. (laughs) 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 Like that, the whole, the only thing that I could think of when I was being told this story was you just have to picture like his thought going, okay, the harness is going to, gonna catch the harness gonna catch the harness isn't catching what the fuck's happening the harness? and then he hits the fucking oh floor and then that insult in the harness falls on top of it <laughs> it's like a wily coyote fucking cartoon <laughs> pretty much 
Like he fucking climbed me down with the rope, and then the rope just comes undone, and he fucking falls, and here comes the rope on top of him. <laughs> yeah, the rope. Do 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 do. So Jesus. Yeah, jumping off a wing is no, no, like that's some parkour shit, like there. Like you gotta, like, oh, I'm gonna take a thirty foot fucking drop and roll out of it. Right. You gotta be spry. You, <laughs> you gotta have the like cockroach Russian DNA to survive a fall like that. Or those those guys in Thailand that do the backflips off of fucking like seven story buildings and fucking live. Right. A little tuck and roll action. Yeah, where they like and then they roll out. I'm like, what the fuck? Like my knees would snap in half if I tried to do that shit. Anyway, so yeah, that's my airplane stories for you. Nice. What you got, Chris? I got uh, this story out of the Arkansas Gazette. Oh, shit. Man finds 2.38 carat diamond at Arkansas Crater State Park. Damn. Yeah. So uh, this guy, uh, Adam Harden, was searching for more than a decade for uh, his first diamond that I guess uh, you can wet sift the soil at one of the drainage areas of this park. It's Oh, so like like he didn't just like randomly come across like Oh no, no, this is like he's actually out there actively panning for Right. Okay. And uh, he was searching this drainage area of thirty seven and a half acres. Damn. So he had been searching for years. So for those people that don't know what an acre is, an acre is a one one mile by one mile square area. So thirty seven square miles. Thirty seven square miles. It's fucking huge. Ouch. Right. One mile five thousand two hundred and eighty feet, folks. Yeah. And um so he's panning for this diamond and uh I guess I guess this is like a a diamond heavy area because oh. a total of 260 diamonds have been registered as being found at this state park in 2022 alone. What? Yeah. Looks like we're going to Arkansas. Right. Fucking yeah. I looked this up in case anybody's interested. The um, diamond that he found, a raw brown diamond, uh, by the weight of the carrot. Hold on. He found a brown diamond? Yeah. Yeah, there's Fuck. pink, black. Holy shit. Yeah. There's, yeah, different. So, Holy fuck. So the, the weight of the diamond <coughs> alone, this isn't taking into uh, consideration the cut or the quality of the diamond. Cut, color, or clarity. Or the fact that it's a fucking chocolate diamond. But right. the weight alone makes the diamond that he found worth, worth around $25,000. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, this guy has found a fucking million-dollar house in the ground. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking crazy. Crazy, man. Yeah, a diamond the size of a pinto bean. So, I mean, it's a big fucking diamond. It's a big fucking diamond, yeah. Green beans. Jesus. That's crazy. Oh, my God. What state park was this? Park. Uh, Arkansas uh, Crater of Diamonds State Park. Aptly named, apparently. Really? It's called Crater of Diamonds. 
Yeah, the creator of Diamond State Park. Uh, I'm telling you, I think we should go on a fucking family trip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the pouches are coming to Arkansas. Right. <coughs> yeah, this is fucking a. Uh, what is that? One eight hundred rent a, rent RV or one eight hundred RV? What is it? You can just rent an RV and fucking take it wherever. I see him coming down from Canada all the time. Right. Yeah, this is a a park in what is that south southeast Arkansas. It's uh, oh shit. It looks like it's a couple hundred miles away from Texarkana, so it's kind of Texarkana. You can make that drive. It's like four days. Ah, it's less than that. My buddy Devin just did. Uh, California day traffic. Did it, did it in I'm a U-Haul. day traffic and, and rest. There's three of us. What fucking rest do you need? Yeah, we'll just rotate. Yeah, you can drive but I'm like twenty for traffic. Yeah, all we got to do is go uh, get ourselves to Dallas, and we can pretty much just take the uh, the 30 all the way across. Right, yeah. Fucking so, crazy, man. So this place is what towards Greenville, over by Mississippi. Uh, no, it's it's on the. Oh, you said down by Texarkana. Oh, you said southeast. You meant southwest, or yeah, southwest. Sorry. Directions. I mean, fucking who needs them? Fucking needs them. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Southwest. So it's. It's uh, right there. Just north the, of Shreveport. Texas. Don't be playing with my money, Chris. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. It's, uh, Dude, we could, we could fly into Shreveport and drive up. I guess it's the, it's the Missouri River that feeds into... Missouri. The, the Little Missouri River. And Great. this uh, Lake Greenson. Lake Greenson? Yeah, the Greenson Lake is north of this state park, and I guess that feeds right into that uh, that crater that he was sifting through. That's the that's the body of water that it. This is crazy. Yeah, man, big ass diamond. That's Damn. my story. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Damn. Yeah, twenty-five grand in the ground, just waiting. What's the name of that lake? Greenson. Greenson. Well, it's, yeah, it's, there it's it is. More than twenty-five grand, bro. He's he literally just found a hundred thousand dollar diamond. That's a brown diamond, natural. Well, the natural chocolate diamond. Again, he has to he has to get it. He has to get the quality checked, and he has to get it cut. Yeah. So, once they once they cut out all the impurities and all that, so we 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 don't know. That's why I said by the weight alone, it's and a 25 and hold on, hold on, and it's American, American. Get itself more made in the U.S. It's so, made champion US. blood diamond. I found it in the good old U.S. where we own this land and we didn't kill anybody for it, right? Except, Except the Indians. <laughs> <laughs> 
God damn it. And each other. Yeah. Gotta let me get my timing in there, Chris. Come on, man. Sorry, dude. Tried to cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the punchline. I knew it was coming. I'm sorry. For them bar Indians. <laughs> and my hated neighbors to the south during the Civil War. Yeah, Greenson Lake. Uh, kind of this tiny little lake next, like uh, south of Millwood Lake. <clears throat> All right, Dad, what's your next story? Next story. Next story, Maury. Oh, keeping with uh, planes. Um, this one will make Junior happy. An Air Asia flight was diverted after passengers spotted a snake on their plane. I'm sick and tired of these <laughs> motherfucking snakes. On his motherfucking plane. Such a great movie. Uh, it's so terrible. You gotta love it. Uh, so yeah, basically, and this happens all the time with when you know people don't realize this is that snakes will end up in planes all the fucking time. Like it, this isn't new, but I just thought it was funny. I thought Junior would love the snakes on the plane. Uh, passengers on an AirAsia flight had their trip rerouted after spotting an uninvited passenger on the plane. In the video, shared on TikTok, of course, what appears to be a long snake can be seen slithering through the an overhead light picture. Snake on this slithery plane. Snake is snake. Snake Yeah, man. Yeah, so it's headed, I'm pretty sure um, we went to school with that kid. <laughs> poor to Tawu. Make an emergency landing in Kuching. Oh, come on. Emergency landing. You know half those dudes have machetes. I mean, it's not really that biggest. I mean, it's if you look at the snake, it's, it's a not. small snake. He's hey, just snake. a little guy. Small snake. Little sneaky snake. snake. Like, give me a fucking, give me an ice container. Throw this bitch in there. But apparently, Samuel well, Jackson, clairvoyant. Better mm. yet, I'll just kill it. Just give a little, give a little whip, a little whip from the tail. Snakes. Snap the neck. It's done. So snakes on a plane. It's a real thing, not just a terrible movie to watch when, you know, you want a good laugh. Whatever you feel like seeing Samuel Jackson. <laughs> I wonder if that's going to be a new feature on planes now, flying out of Malaysia in case of emergency. And it break the glass and Y'all better check this motherfucking plane for these motherfucking snakes. I'm Samuel Jackson. Enjoy your flight. <laughs> <laughs> this is your captain speaking. Capital One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm your new AI captain, Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Don't forget to check this motherfucking plane for these motherfucking snakes. <laughs> now enjoy your fucking flight, bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Fucking great. Somebody's going to put that on the plane. Somebody's going to play that when they get on. They're going to be the first one on just to play that. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So my question is, apparently there were no real comedians on that plane because my ass would have been fine oh, just on a plane fucking audio to be playing on that. Joking about it the whole time. I mean, it's 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 an Indian flight, right? Uh, Malaysian. Malaysian. Um, yeah. So I mean, do they? Do they know about know Sam Jackson? Do they know about Samuel L. Jackson's excellent <laughs> film, Snakes on a Plane? <laughs> they do now. Oh, great. All right. I got this uh I got this next story out of uh Port Arthur, Texas. Caught on camera. Suspected thief mows victims grass before stealing lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> what? I swear to God, dude, this guy, this guy. He's like, I need this. I'll help you up. I'll, I'll hook you up before I take it, but I need this. One last blow, but I'm going to take your mower. No, this this guy, he doesn't even really sneak onto the property. This guy just walks down the carport, goes to the shed, like pulls out the lawnmower, fills it with a little gas, fucking yanks it open, fires up this lawnmower, and just starts mowing this lawn like it's his fucking property. Like he just got out and he's mowing this lawn in the middle of the fucking night. I mean, there is, <laughs> there is, no. not, there's not a fucking, there is one. If you look at the security footage, there is one car that passes by in a matter of like six minutes. What the, like middle of the fuck fucking it was the neighbor around the corner who heard a mower going like who the fuck is mowing their lawn and he's just driving around his neighborhood trying to figure it out (laughs) oh my god it's the video is fucking hilarious and so i guess they fucking caught him and he was uh i the only thing i can think of is like you're thinking if you're going to steal a lawnmower and try and sell it, the best thing to do is figure out if it works before you try and pawn it, right? It's the only okay. logical gotta, thing I can think of. I had to watch this. If you're a Washington homeowner, 2022 is your last chance to go solar. Shut up. Let me skip the ad. The footage is kind of long. But... One lawnmower has already been recovered. Oh, that's not the video. You lying sons of bitches. No, this is out of uh, this is out of local twelve in Port Arthur, Texas. The title is Lawnmower Thief Mows Victims Grass Caught on Camera Security Footage. Sorry. Go ahead. All right. So the uh, the time code on the um, on the footage says it's like seven forty at night, but it's it's fucking dork. And this guy he walks down the carport. Okay. Here it is. He. Uh, well, that's courteous. Cops in Texas say this man stole a lawnmower, but before he made off with his loot, he mowed his victim's grass. This video of the incident was captured at a home in Port Arthur. Police say Marcus Hubbard entered the residential building last month 
and remove the mower without the owner's consent. He then proceeded to mow the front and backyards of the property. <laughs> Arrived on scene, they say Hubbard ran from authorities. <laughs> the mower behind him. It was later found abandoned in an alley. <laughs> it was authorities and is still on the loose. So he was an outstanding for burglary of a building. Hopefully we'll be just trying to find them lawnmowers. <laughs> he was to his alleged victim. Jesus. On the loose. Digital, I'm not Get out of here. You, and when you see the mugshot of the guy, you're like, God damn, this guy's a fucking tweaker. Right. But I mean, like, he, if you watch the footage, he walks onto this property like it's his fucking house. He took it to his dope dealers. He's like, look, man, I know it works. I just mowed this dude's lawn before I took it. No, man. Like, I don't. Look it up. I think this I'll guy. I'll mow your lawn for a hit, lawnmower. man. I'll fucking mow your lawn. I'm just saying. I don't need no fucking lawnmower. Fuck. What am I supposed to do with this thing? <laughs> I got a bag of cheeseburgers. Anybody uh, remember that? I mean, this guy is, he's all twacked out thinking he's just coming home from a long day's tweak. Right. He mows his own lawn. It just happens to be that ain't his. <laughs> I mean, Fucking anybody can make that mistake. Well, I think it, I think it's, I, I agree with Chris. I don't think he, because if he, he wanted if he to make sure it, work. it, he would have just fucking took it. But he didn't, man. Yeah. He mowed the front and backyard. Unless he had that tweaker logic where he's like, I'm going to take it out and mow this dude's on. And if nobody comes out and says, what are you doing on my lawnmower, then he's going to take it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tw- yeah. Tweaker logic does kind of. Does where, kind he's of like, where he's like, I'm not stealing until I know that they're not going to bug me about it. <laughs> Right. Well, I, it's also like, you know, they want to get like good reasoning. Like, no, this is my buddy's lawn. This is my buddy. <laughs> he told me to come over and mow it. I swear. Right. Fucking tweakers. Or he was trying to steal the grass. Mm, it's some sweet Georgia bean. I have to. Trying to take those clippings. Give me some of this bluegrass. <laughs> right. Awesome. <laughs> Love tweakers, man. <clears throat> Excellent. They rank right up there with Florida, man. Or maybe he uh, got ripped off by that dude and he mowed it on really short. I, so I, I, I owed him money. <laughs> Taking your fucking <laughs> mower. But I'm going to do your wife a solid. I'm going to mow this motherfucking lawn before I take your mower. Right? But I'm going to mow it really short so that when it gets hot, it's going to burn up. <laughs> then, you have a brown lawn. Fuck you. <laughs> take you months to grow this lawn back. Right. <laughs> next season. <laughs> Texas. Uh, All right. My next, uh, actually, I think this is my last one. Yeah. Uh, the Portland Pickles need your help finding their stolen mascot, Dylan T. Pickle. What the fuck? <laughs> so this is a minor league baseball team out of, out of Portland called the Pickles. What a dumb fucking name. Right? Uh, Oh, God, there are some bad puns in this fucking article. (laughs) We don't relish telling you this, but it's kind of a big deal. 
The Portland Pickles baseball team says their beloved mascot, Dylan T. Pickle, has been stolen and are seeking public's help in bringing him home safe. Oh, it all started in the they Dominican Republic where Dylan was making an appearance for the Caribbean baseball series. He was due to return to Oregon via New York on January 31st. A week later, the team tweeted out some jarring news. Rondo showing that the bag he was traveling in had been lost somewhere at JFK. And maybe they just fucking put his, the pickle on the wrong fucking plane. Right. Like maybe it's in Barcelona or something right now. Right. So I'm sorry. Your bags went to Barcelona. Sorry, sir. Uh, mm. Your bag is now in the Mexico city airport. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so hold on. Let me let me get this straight. Oh shit! It's the costume that's gone, not yeah. the person not and the costume. So it's not a kidnapping. No. Okay. It's not a pickle napping. <sighs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, being funny and joking around a lot on social media, so we understand the kind of boy who cried wolf scenario, but this is definitely not a joke. So this team fucks around all the time on social media, apparently. Oh. Return on Thursday when the team shared that Delta had found the mascot and delivered him to their office, but after hours and without any notification. <laughs> so awesome. So the fucking airline found the bag with the mascot in it. And instead of like, oh, hey, we have your bag. Come and pick it up. Or, hey, we can drop this off to you. What time, you know, is your office going to be able? They just drop it on the fucking doorstep. I mean, they did something. <laughs> so here it gets even better. Uh, instead of being welcomed back with open arms, Dylan was snatched from the front porch around 5 a.m. local oh, time and carried away into the unknown. So the he ring got lost and then got stolen. Wearing a jacket and got over grabbing the canvas bag and walking down the building steps. I got hit by a porch pirate. Right. Boo-hoo. You know you want the public help for fucking finding your porch pirate thief? Oh, I got it. Here's the actual ring doorbell footage. You're going to have to narrate a little bit here, Dad. Uh, it's it's literally just looks like um, it literally like this guy. It's just a front porch, and this guy walks up onto the porch with a fucking backpack, a hoodie, and like a ski mask and like headphones. Walks up, grabs the bag, just turns around nonchalantly and walks back down the fucking walkway. <laughs> Funny. Wait, so this is a this is a house that they delivered it to? It's it, not like it the baseball like, stadium? It looks like a fucking front porch. That's weird. Because you think, they, you looked, think they would deliver it back to the stadium. Nah. Right? Like, I, I don't know why they were delivering it to the... We deliver it to the return address. Don't ask right. us to do anything oh. else. That could very well be it. So that could be the actual mascot guy. That could be his address. Oh. 
That would make right. sense. Well, then that's on him for not fucking being there to receive his package. You got a ring doorbell, dude. You know yeah. that, probably that, sleeping. You know, you know, we're not hearing the context of this story. It's how long was it from the time that the delivery guy dropped that package off to the Porsche pirate came along? Right. Boom. Probably fucking not. Fucking come over here with this fucking help me bullshit. Take responsibility, you fuck. You lost it. You lost it. We trusted you, and you lost it. Now you got to make us a new pickle. This person stole it. Sorry, what stole was it? Mascot outfit. Stole the pickle. Somebody stole the pickle. Heard of hiding the pickle, you but keep, never You keep your it. dirty hands off my fucking pickle. Yeah. You wash your hands before you touch my pickle. Um, do you see that the Dutch vow to egg Jeff Bezos' yacht if they take down the bridge to get his yacht out? What? <laughs> so Jeff Bezos is petitioning the fucking Dutch government to take this bridge, um, like remove the overpass for this bridge so that his yacht can pass. And pass out are, or pass in? Uh, I don't know if it's in or out. In, out, in, out, in, out, in, out. Um. <clears throat> I think sailing into it. Because if it's out, that begs the question, how did it get in? Dark bridge. And if it's in, that means it has to come back out. Not really owned by Jeff Bezos. Right. So, I mean, the Dutch government doesn't not have an argument here. It's like, hey, man. You got your fucking boat in. It's not our job mm-hmm. to help you figure out how to get it out. Or if he's trying to go in, the Dutch government can go, hey, man, that means we have to fucking remove this bridge twice for you to get right. it in and then get it back out. Go fuck yourself. Well, some 13,000 people are interested in, and nearly 4,000 have said they will attend, uh, entitled Throwing Eggs at Super Yacht Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Awesome. I mean, and hey, man, if you're if you're going to be a billionaire, you know, <clears throat> expect some egging every now and again, right? So listen, the app hold, on, literally- hold on, listen, listen, hold on. This guy is go- not. You guys are approaching this like he's just doing it himself. He's obviously paying hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, to the city to be able to do this. That's true. Well, and that's that's what this in is all about. In one transaction. Right. The, the citizens are, you know, this bridge is so beloved by the citizens that they're willing to egg a, you know, billionaire's yacht. He's not fucking taking the bridge away. He's disassembling right. it to reassemble it. That's literally the plan. We're going to take it apart, get the ship out, and put it back together. Right. It's that not, it's that not like in he's itself is off. probably a billion-dollar fucking transaction exactly right. it's not like he's fucking getting some private workers and he's cutting the city out of everything and he's spent years getting all these secret permits put together so that he can fucking shit on everybody no he's fucking paying probably a billion dollars to be able to do this just to get his fucking shit out the question is what kind of weirdo do you have to be to like 
fight somebody over a bridge. Apparently, this is very beloved in Rotterdam. So, it's a fucking bridge. If it's, it's, if it's beloved, so beloved. But you're saying it's beloved like it's not going to be put back together. That's right. my point. So somebody's inciting this for no reason. Okay, so to be fair, this bridge was built in 1927. Taking it apart may actually do harm to the bridge and not allow you to actually put it back. Oh no, that means they'll have to rebuild okay, how old an old was the narrow? bridge. Did we fucking did we start petitioning them to build a new narrow to, from them building a new narrow instead of putting the old one back together? No. Just well, fucking okay. let them do what they needed to do. This would be like, oh, I want, I want to get my my narrows fucking Golden Gate Bridge. Let me take it down. No, the the let cool thing about the Golden Gate and Bridge and reassemble it, which is going to put billions of dollars into the fucking economy of San Francisco for this bridge isn't that big. what uh, over over a year's time or however long it takes them to put it back together or disassemble the one part in a year. Fucking then took them, what, 20 years to build that bridge? Yeah, but you're talking about in fucking like 19 fucking 02. Well, I understand that. What I'm saying is this bridge was built in 1927. Like, taking it down <coughs> would, would not do, do anything to damage it. Well, okay, it probably, hold on. It would probably. It was built by the Dutch. They were probably high at the time. <laughs> exactly. So like this bridge is, like when you see this bridge, like it's very tall for being a railroad bridge. Like, I don't know. It's a railroad bridge. I mean, you're telling me that the rail yard doesn't have an interest in making sure that their bridge is up to spec and doesn't collapse. Like, no, like it's, it's not used anymore. That's what I'm saying is like, it's not used. It's a historical landmark for the city of Rotterdam. Even more perfect. It's not used anymore. I, you know, I'm with junior. I think I'm on Bezos team. Yeah. Took Listen, four years. The guy is not doing anything wrong. Everybody's just mad right. because he has a lot of money, but realistically, it's everybody else who said that. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be a fucking multi-billionaire if you guys weren't fucking spending all your money online instead of at the mom and pop stores that you're crying that are shutting down. Like, nobody's doing anything to benefit this economy that they're crying about. They're just helping him get more money, and then they're mad that he has money. Makes no sense. Right, why Zero. egg him when you could just stop using Amazon? Boom. But in some fashion, you're going to end up using Amazon, like Amazon's infrastructure. Why? Right. Because everybody else is using Amazon. Why? Because nobody gives a fuck. Let the guy have his money. You gave it to him. Let him have it. Everybody's always the same thing with Elon. Quit bitching to him about how much money he has. I don't bitch at how much money he has. I will never give that man any fucking. Oh, this bridge is actually really cool. Oh God! Oh, yeah, it's not going to be taken away. It's just going to be disassembled and reassembled. It's some straight Batman shit. I got to get my fucking Batwing out, dude. What's the uh, name of this bridge again? Uh, God, I can't even pronounce the fucking name. Hold on. Do 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 do. Uh, I really dismantle a historic bridge to enable uh, record-breaking out reportedly owned by Farm uh, uh, De Hef. Uh, so it's Koningshaven Bridge, the Koningshaven Bridge, known locally as De Space Hef De Hef. De Hef. I mean, it's it's a fucking rail bridge. Like it's it's not even. You've seen bridges like this 
I think it actually it's might even, be. It's not even like a foot bridge. It's not even actually, like a no. foot or a, or an automobile bridge. So no. it's not like something that's going to fucking cause traffic to back up because this bridge isn't in use. No. Or, you know, it actually might anybody's be, normal travel. I think this bridge might actually still be in use. I mean, if it is, Yeah, then, but wherever that bridge goes is another way to get there. Not necessarily. I mean, I, a lift bridge. Okay, so they lift out the center portion of the bridge to allow boats to pass right. underneath it. Right. It's like an upside down U. And then, like the middle section, just drops back in place and allows trains to go back over it. So I think this thing might actually still be in use. So look, it, Bezos. Here's the deal, buddy. You might have to take your boat apart to get it out. Right. Like why? Why yeah. do you? Why can't you just take fucking masts down and then sail your boat underneath and then put your masts back up? Because the question is, it's either too tall or too wide. It's too tall. Too wide. Oh. Which is kind of crazy because if you look at, if you look at this bridge, and you like I'm looking at a picture Look right at the now, boat, dude. And there's a boat right next to it, and this is not a small boat. So that means that Bro. The, look at his fucking super yacht. It's insane. Oh, so Bezos actually it's is commissioned boat to be built and they want to take the bridge out so that he can sail the fucking boat out. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. To get it out of the port. And we'll measure more than four hundred and fifteen feet in length. Damn, that's some big-ass fucking mess. The world's largest sailing yacht. I mean, this is a fucking it's a wonder, dude. Straight huge up. Huge ship. It's a fucking wonder. He took all of the best people to fucking build this thing. And again, all the money he fucking put into that economy alone in that country, just doing that, just building it, not counting the amount of money he's about to put put into it just to take this thing apart and reassemble it or whatever to get his fucking massive yacht out. God damn, dude. A lot of money, dude. That's a lot of money put into that fucking economy. And it's going somewhere. So if they're if they're if that economy is not seeing the the benefits of that, then you should be mad at your people. You fucking well, you know, so whatever they really have over there. It comes down to the historical side is trying to hold the local government into basically holding up their end of the promise that they made to never dismantle the bridge again after it was um, after it was done with a major restoration in 2017. Oh, so it's okay. already so been then, So then they, again, should be mad at their government because they already made this deal. He's just like, bro, you already said, like, I just spent all this money inside of your fucking economy to build this fucking massive yacht, and now you're going to try and fucking pull your deal to let me fucking get this thing out. You right? see, this, this is What exactly- is it going to be? Some fucking some, some tourist attraction for your fucking country now? Like, I got to be able to get this thing out. This want to go to work before. Under the bridge. Nobody builds a yacht like that, and then afterwards, like, all right, 
How do we get it out? He, he knew how he would get it out. He, this was all put in place years ago. Yeah, it's not like they make these things in, you know, a couple months. Yeah, they don't fucking build them on a weekend. Like, took years. Yeah. So through those years, I'm sure before he even started building the fucking thing, he made sure that he had a way out to get this thing out of there. Which means he went to the government at that time and said, hey, I need to make sure that I can take this bridge apart. And they're like, yep, how much? Yep, oh, that much money? Yep, for sure. We'll make sure you, you do it. Fucking get out of here. You should be managing your government, not him. Yeah, I mean, how do, do the people really benefit more from the bridge or from... Well, so I don't know that the that the boat is actually being built in Rotterdam. I don't think it's actually being built in Rotterdam. It just has to go through Rotterdam. It's mm. being built somewhere in that country on that waterway. Yeah, and that's the I mean, it's way being to get built it out in the Netherlands. international waters. Right. But what fuck. the fuck are you watching? I'm not watching anything. And then when you return to work, shut up, Amazon. I mean, I'm I'm more than positive that if there was a way for him to go another direction, he would go that way. Why would you voluntarily spend billions of dollars to go that way when there's a free way to get out? Yeah, that's how he got rich was by not spending money like that. Now he's fucking got so much money that he knows that he can do that and whatever, whatever. So he's making sure that he had a way out that made sense he could actually get this giant boat out without damaging it. Well, so what I don't get is... Really, he'd have to canal somewhere else out. What I don't get is why he didn't just leave the masts off and have them built somewhere somewhere else. I mean, there's there's definitely ways around it where everybody gets what they want, but... Right. How do you get a sailing boat out with no masts? They have to have motors in them, dingus. This isn't this isn't the fucking seventeen hundreds. Modern Bro, day yacht. It's not it's not a small fucking sailing boat that drops mass. Ooh. Think about how large that mast has to be for that boat. Four hundred and seventeen feet. Four hundred and seventeen feet, which means that thing probably weighs like fucking two tons. Yeah. Oh, oh way more than that. Like the mechanics alone that would be involved in including that thing to drop fucking probably aren't even there. Oh, the yacht is 417 feet in length. They don't say how long or how tall the masts are. I mean, if, if you look at, at some pictures, I mean, you can get a decent idea. It's not, it's not a, a tiny... I thought a mast had to be as tall as the boat was long. I have no idea. That's a good... I, that's probably... That's probably mathematically correct. Right? I mean... From what I understood about sailboats, that's what that's what made them so worthy. fast. Yeah. Is the mast was as tall as the boat was long. That makes sense. Count all our sailboat masts. 
carrying sails, mast height. Here we go. You got somewhere? You got somewhere we could park a free boat, Unc? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> not a boat that big. Not that big. Like uh, twenty feet. Mm, not off the top of my head. I mean, technically, I got a coworker who's trying to give away a free boat. Sorry, off the subject, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> If it's found on the side of the road, I don't want it. Um, no, he's it's at his aunt's property that she's selling the property. Yeah, so I mean, it's it, it's all depend. It doesn't have to be a certain size, technically, mm -hmm. but if what the fuck are you watching? I'm not watching anything. These fucking commercials on the website won't fucking let me. <laughs> He, 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 he got a, like them little paywalls, man. Um, little fuck God damn. Fuck you. I'm closing the website. <laughs> Viagra. When your dick is not no, getting up, I'll fucking take a boat, actually. <laughs> so um, it's, it's basically a trade-off, right? You can have a mast that's one and a half times the boat length or half as long as the boat. So the taller the mast, the stronger the hull has to be. And basically mm -hmm. it's it it's less maneuverable the longer it is, the longer the mast is. But the shorter the mast is, the slower it's gonna be. So yeah, so there is a mathematical equation yeah. that you have to have yeah, for it to be balance. It, it, for it, it to make sense. Yeah, it, it you know, really, if you have a four hundred and something foot boat, mm -hmm. that mast would have to be at least three hundred and something fucking feet. Well, in order for it to have a desirable speed, yeah. Mm -hmm. But again, the longer the mast and the faster it goes, the heavier the hull has to be. So it, it, it depends on what it's made of, too. Yeah, well, I mean, he's not making his fucking boat out of fiberglass, so... No, I mean it's he's probably making it out of the. I'm sure we could just Google how tall the maps are on his fucking boat. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Instead of us trying to figure out some nonsensical mathematical equation on uh, a myth of a boat that doesn't exist. <laughs> Let's see, flying fox yacht specs. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Hold on a second. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. All righty, mate. You doing well? Keep it up. Mm -hmm, Hold mm -hmm. on. I like what you did here. This part's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, fella. You're doing good, mate. Now you gotta grab it by its tail, huh? Grab it right by its tail, huh? Uh, yeah, we don't, uh, we don't really have the specs on uh, what you're asking <laughs> for here, bud. Ah, damn, it's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of the oh, here we go, uh, a beam of sixty-seven feet. 
And that so that railroad bridge is like 47 feet, so like it doesn't clear it by a good 20 feet. Right. Which means that he doesn't have the fucking hydraulics to drop a fucking 60-something foot. Well, I mean, he could, but then it wouldn't go anywhere. I guess you could tow it. You could tow it through. Yeah, with a tug. With the beam lowered. But, but again, be- that would mean that you would have to have already had that mechanics in place to lower the beam. Well, I mean... Uh, or you would have to have a team ready to raise a 60-something foot fucking steel beam right. after you get it across un- underneath the bridge and then attach it. Right, so he's he's trying to save himself some... Some money here. So yeah, it probably just it probably just makes more sense for him to pay them. Again, this isn't on him. They fucking allowed him to do this from day one when he went to them. So be yeah. mad at your government. No, you can't say that. It could be very like, oh, I want you guys to build me a, a yacht. Great. Here's what I want. Okay, great. And then Bezos goes, well, now I want think, it to be. Hold on. That, do you think everybody better. is so dumb in that government? That they're just like, yeah, build whatever you want. And then he's like, all right, can I get it out now? No, this was, come on now. Be realistic about it. He had to have permits for all of this. You have to have permits for all of this shit. Yeah. Just just to build the boat alone. Right. So oh, you're telling me everybody's so dumb in that entire government, the, the years that this thing's being built, nobody's like, hey, how's he going to get this thing out? Uh, that's completely possible. So the reason he needs the mass is because the mass generate kinetic energy and the, that energy is what actually drives the uh, motors. Right. So, I mean, he's, he's going to have to tow it. The mass are there for him to sail with. The mass are there to generate kinetic energy to drive the eco-friendly motors that are actually in the boat. Oh, so it's it's like a... Uh, what is it like a modern wind turbine basically um, no, I think I think it's a regular mass but I think the propellers themselves are eco-friendly propellers that are driven off of the path through of water no it says that the mast are there to uh, aid the motors with the kinetic energy that's driven by the wind so as it creates kinetic energy, that energy is then transferred into the actual motors for the boat. Right. It's a, it's it's a it's a modern wind turbine. Like a wind turbine. Yeah. Yeah. I That'll mean, those 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 motors are actually really interesting. Um, I've watched a, a video on those. Uh, uh, you wonder why there's no birds on the drive over there, Megan? Oh, no, the, I've never uh, wondered that. The uh, <laughs> yeah, they get they get caught. Actually, it's really easy. All you have to do, well, it's not easy because it does cost a lot of money, but you just have to paint the uh, turbines. You just paint have, them. What color? Uh, uh, black and white stripes. If they're striped, in like a high contrast stripe, the birds can see them. But the reason oh. the birds can't see them is because they're a solid color. 
Hmm. I think they're white. Yeah, yeah, like the solid white color. I guess the birds can't identify the shape because they're all one unit. But aren't color. they white to help reduce the amount of uh, sun that they take in? Reduce the heat? I might. You already be, got mechanics in there that are pumping yeah. a bunch of heat into the column itself. Yeah, it might I'm be just heat. moving around. Well, so does it have to be black? Like, uh, can it be it has, different? It has that, to be that, high contrast. So, you know, dark green, dark red, dark yeah. brown, dark purple. Something yeah, you like have that. to have a dark color in there right. and a light color, extreme light color. Hmm. The, only, the only problem is, like, it's more expensive to paint them before you build them. And it's, it's probably even more expensive to retroactively go back and repaint them while they're already up. Right, the thousand. Yeah, and that's probably not a normal fucking paint. It's probably like a ceramic coating or something. Or right. Oh yeah, you have to powder coating wind debris and shit that goes through. Yeah, there. and they're huge. Well, I mean, and, they're and not just that, massive. the amount of sun damage that those things probably take have to have some sort of hard coating on there, some sort of ceramic coating. Yeah, so I mean, it's I mean, the birds, they're gonna die. Yeah, they're not. Birds. They're not going to go back and retroactively do. It's too expensive. Look, the only birds we need in Eastern Washington are ground birds. All right. So my question is, <laughs> can't we deter the birds with sound, like you do with the fucking whistle on the front of your car? I mean, maybe they say that kills them. But they say that kills some birds. Yeah, oh. I mean, wouldn't that wouldn't that fuck with their like migration patterns and? Yeah, all sorts of shit. I think it's just you know. Survival of the fittest, man. That might actually be worse, Dad. Hmm. Well, I'm not trying to solve fucking wind turbine issues on this podcast, so. No, but I, they, they are interesting for sailing, you know. We're going yeah. old school again with new technology. Well, and that's, that's you know, you take one, you take something and go, how can I apply this somewhere else? Like, yeah. Let me see where else I can apply this technology. Yeah, uh, we're at uh, an hour thirty-four, so we yeah. want to we want to wrap this That's baby good. up. Fucking Jeff Bezos, fucking sidetracked us. Hey man, he does that from time. God bless Bezos. <laughs> God bless Bezos. That's all I gotta say, man. More power to you. With herpes. <laughs> all right, guys, gonna wrap this up. All right. Let's, uh, Let's do it. That's it. That's it for this week. Bye. That's it. No more motherfucking on this motherfucking, motherfucking plane. plane.